Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 68. Talkback Callers. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 68. Talkback Callers. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 68. Talkback Callers. I'm sorry, little kids, but I'm going to kill a clown today. I would say bullets are going to spray, but I'm from Brooklyn. That's all right. All right, all right, all right. What's up? Welcome back to Hayden Brown Podcast. Sponsored by Manscaped.com. The world's best in below-the-waist grooming, and now they do beard technology. Use my promo code HBP20 at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. doesn't really matter uh, what country you're in. You can get that. There's a little bit of an echo. I'll just turn that off. <laughs> let's have a look at, let's have a listen to what this guy says so that's also very good um, let's see I'm going to need to check if some temperatures in here on your uh, chicken Need to sanitize my probe thermometer here so I don't cross-contaminate that chicken. Ah, very good. It's at least 38 degrees. Of course, you know you have to hold all uh, cold food at 41, so your cooler's working great. All potentially hazardous foods held in a cooler must maintain an internal temperature of 41 degrees Fahrenheit or colder. That's the product temperature, not the air temperature. Fuck, I hate those guys. Those... Well, I don't mind those guys going around to like um, food cooking places and that shit, and going, "Yeah, you got to do this correctly and stuff." But I hate those guys, the clipboard guys that come around like HR and shit. Temperature of the cooler. <laughs> Probe thermometers should be ch- used to check the internal temperature of any of the food in the cooler. Keep outside doors closed except when in use. Keep lids closed on outside dumpsters and grease containers. No smoking of any kind except in properly designated areas. Use only food from approved sources. No food from home. <laughs> this is like fucking... This is, I can't believe that they made a video about this for food technology. Do not smoke inside. You Do not bring food from home. Use only food from approved sources. Segregate any expired products. It must be kept for credit and clearly marked. Do not use. Do not store raw poultry, eggs, meat, or fish above other food products. Do not store food items on the floor. Keep all foods covered in storage. Do not leave products in cans that have been opened. Always maintain product temperature and cold holding units at 40. Yeah, I'm just going to go here and leave this uh, food on the floor. Uh, we're we're a technology company. We're a food preparation company. I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, leave this food here on the floor. What I want to listen to is talkback callers. 
you know, you know, you get those talkback callers like those coming in. They're real racist and shit, or they're like, "Yeah, good day, first time listener, long time listener, first time caller, first time caller, long time listener." And uh, and um, what I think you should do is um, to get dogs from pissing on your lawn. What you should do is you go to the supermarket. You get a 1.5 litre, a 2 litre of Coke or Pepsi, you drink it, you fill that bottle up with water, and you put that on your lawn. And that'll stop the cats and dogs and everyone pissing on your lawn. And, um, yeah, g'day, yeah, g'day, mate. I just want to talk about the fucking, uh, rah, rah, the, um, no, now we're going to have to cut you off there. We're going to have to cut you off. Sorry, we've got another caller. You know, you know, you see him. Let's have a listen to this fucking Aussie. Is that you, Alan? It is, Barbara. Just hang on a second. <laughs> what do you want me to hang on to? I'm putting the cat out. <laughs> it's a list. Yeah, I love out. this. Get this is out. so Australian. Get out. Can you hear me, darling? Uh, is the cat out? Yeah, well, it's now it's gone under the table anyway. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. I've got hearing aid problems. Hang on a second. <laughs> There's a bit of a lot. Okay, I've got you now. Right. Right. <laughs> Alan, darling. Yes. I'm ter- terribly upset about what happened yesterday. Yeah. With those mongrel left-wing scumbags at that funeral. <laughs> did mon- you see those idiots? Yeah, I did. Booing our Prime Minister. Yep. And John Hard and his wife as they went into the hall. That's I did. Cheered Julia Gillard. Yeah, well, that'd be right, wouldn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolute <laughs> disgrace. Yeah. I mean, some of these people, you know, half of them probably weren't even alive back when Whitlam was governing. Yeah. But, of course, when Margaret Thatcher died, it was okay to say, ding dong, the witch is dead. Now, you go and get the cat, okay? Yeah, I've got to go get this cat. But yeah. Half the time, you know, these... These bloody kids, you know, you know them. You see them there with their scarves and their soy lattes and their their problems that they have with university funding. Go out and get a job. You know what I mean, Alice? I do. You know what I mean? And they get about there carrying on about benefits and how they're being poorly treated. And all our tax dollars are being munched up by, and they all look well fed too with their organic cookies and their products they get from the from the bloody organic. Homegrown, such and such, you know, places that they have down there in those left wing sides of town really upsets me. And when we're struggling to get a slice of bread, <laughs> you are brilliant. Drop a bomb, that's what I say. What a perfect place to drop a bomb. Hang on, say, put that down. Put that down. What, a, what a disgrace. Sorry, she's picked up me. Hang on, put that down. This is the catch you're talking to. Oh, she, she's got. I'm trying to knit, and she keeps grabbing the book. Put it down. <laughs> but anyway, it's an absolute disgrace, you know. I'm really worried about where this nation's going in regards to the future of even the political. Look at that horrible Christine Milne. My goodness. You know, we get Bob Brown, then we've got Christine Milne. And that, that, that fellow, who's the little fat fellow, the, the Palmer man? He's okay. I don't mind him, but I think he needs to go on a diet. <laughs> Jenny Craig. Jenny Craig could help that man, I think. Perhaps. Huh. Now, listen. You can Tony get, Abbott's you... just got to stop winking at people. 
<laughs> like, I mean, he's an attractive man. I've seen he's been. I think she's talking about Clive Farmer, that uh, business guy that went for office or something. He's been doing the fun runs or whatever they call them around town often. He's a very attractive man. You know, I wouldn't mind. But anyway. You want what? what? Hang on, what? No, no, no. You'd put your slippers under his bed, would you? Well, I wouldn't mind, yes. He can walk around my garden in his budgie smugglers any day. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind. But Julia Gillard, her in a swimsuit, my goodness. Stuff of nightmares, Alan. My goodness. <laughs> oh, you see all those mongrels walk into that hall yesterday, lined up, lining up to go and hail the big red rooster. Okay, he was a wonderful man, but my goodness, it was like a left fest. I couldn't stand it. Oh, and they were all sitting around. I bet you they all they all paid with their government cards to get to the hall. But yeah. you won't hear about that. No. That poor little man, Socks, or what was his name? Slippers. Slippers, if he, you know, he gets in trouble for that. Was he there yesterday? <laughs> Somebody said that he was suicidal last week. And then Clive Palmer's overweight, so that's about the rate of Canberra at the moment. It's overweight and suicidal. <laughs> the devastation. I'm absolutely devastated. Now, Barb, you hang on there because I need your number and I think we need you as a social commentator. Just hang on there before you go after the cat and your knitting. Can you go back then to... She'll be a good rope, I reckon, that one. Uh, Judith, it's Marcus. Welcome. Hello. Um, just wanting to probably change the subject because I haven't been listening, but um, I was just wondering who chooses <laughs> the name. What did she say? Uh, I just wanted to change subject because I, uh, I haven't been listening. <laughs> what? Uh, Judith, it's Marcus. Welcome. Hello. Um, just wanting to probably change the subject because I haven't been listening, but um, I was just wondering who <laughs> chooses the name for the albatross chicks. Um, <laughs> I believe it's a competition and you put your names in of what you want the chick to be called. Um, and it's a Maori name again, <laughs> as it was last year. Fuck you now. Imagine of that. I just want to know who chooses the name for the albatross chicks because I'm not happy about it, and it's a bloody Maori name again. Yeah, and I'm not sure about the year before. Um, who's Who decides that? Do you have any idea or any of your listeners have any idea? I mean, sure. I, have, I just don't. I'm not at all racist, but I don't know why. The albatross chicks have to be called a Maori name all the time, as opposed to Ridge or Jack or Bob or whatever. But it's always a Maori name. <laughs> have you entered? It's... Yes, I have. But what what name did you suggest? Bob. <laughs> and and the reason for that? No. Uh, the bloody the bloody uh, albatross chicks. I came out with some great suggestions. I said Reg and Bob, and I thought they should have called the Albatross Chick Bob. Reason? 
it was just a, I don't think you have to give a reason. I am unsure about that. It was just a, um, you can. You don't have to give a reason. I called it Bob because it was easy, you know, B-O-B, Bob. It's not a Maori name. What you want the chick to be called. But it's never, ever called anything except it. Well, I can't say never, ever, but for the last two or three years, it's always been a Maori name. (laughs) I I don't understand why. Okay. I'm just looking at the terms and conditions of name the chick. Mm Mm-hmm. A panel of judges from DOC will then narrow down entries to the top 20 names judged on the based on the judging criteria below. The Te Pauri a Pukakura Co-Management Trust will then vote on the top five names. Mm-hmm. The judging okay. criteria are follows. Relevance to the theme celebrating connection, chick, colony or species. Originality and creativity. Bob. It's got to be Bob. You, you've named already. You're looking at those, mate. You've got to say Bob. Bob. Of the name and inspiration, reflective of the characteristics of the species or their habitat on the peninsula. Mm-hmm. Bob. Do you think Bob would fit it in those criteria? Well, oh, not not particularly. No, but <laughs> no. I just wonder why um, it is always a very name because I don't think albatrosses are particularly. Uh, related to the Maoris. Well, they're not people. Or oh, they're not a, a bird that, <laughs> you know. Is that a... What do you think? Should we call this albatross, Bob? Um, that's depicted particularly by the Maori community. <laughs> that, uh, they go all around the world, don't they? Yes, but those ones are the only ones in the world that nest on the mainland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that itself would say that that's probably, mm-hmm. from my reckoning, Marcus, would mean mm-hmm. that they, uh, they have always been Bob. there. Call it Bob, you mm-hmm. can't. But that mainland always been there. Hey, Marcus, you can't. Call the albatross Bob. Mm-hmm. It's not a, Bob is universal. Maoris can be called Bob. Maori, or does it have to be a Maori name? They're also very important to um, ordinary New Zealanders. Okay, tell me about that. Oh, well, I can't um, relate history about it, but... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're so important to ordinary New Zealanders, eh? Albatrosses, albatrosses' names and stuff. I can't relate history about it, but they're important. They're important to everyday New Zealanders, and I'm not having a Maori name. Call it Bob, Marcus, you fucking cunt. No one likes you. I'm calling you up. Have they been important to you? Well, of course they have. They've always been here and always came down to Tyroa Head. Yeah, they have been important. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're um, a beautiful bird, um, and they. Why just, would you want to call a bird Bob? <laughs> oh, it's not. Well. An, it's not. An, it's not an English bird. <laughs> just call it Bob, man. Well, is it a Maori bird? 
Is it a Maori? Yes, well, it's they, a they, bird. They, 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 is it a Maori bird? Well, tell me what the definition of a, of a Maori bird is. You tell me what the definition of, of, of a um, New Zealand bird is. Because it's called Atafai, which is Maori for kindness. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and that's well, because because Jacinda, Jacinda said we needed to be kind, and the second one was Marama. Mm-hmm. Nah, Bob's well, better. I don't, I don't speak Bob. Tirio, so <laughs> whatever it's called. Don't speak Tirio. I can't. I've been friendly trying to Google it. I can't find out what the earlier albatrosses were called. Rightio. But I'll see if okay. I can find a. I'll see if I can find a list, Judith. Thank you. Ten away from twelve. That was ten away from twelve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anytime you start off, I'm not racist, but here's some stuff that I'm going to say that's racist. But it was fucking funny as fuck. No, this, why does that have to be a Maori name? Should have called it Bob. You know, I'm not. I don't know about T Rio, but Bob is a Bob as an albatross for New Zealand. If we're if we're got an albatross getting born in New Zealand it should be called Bob alright let's let's have a listen to uh, anchovies funny now that looks like it's going to be shit alright 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 I'll have to pause it all right, let's have a listen to this one. It's going to be taking the piss out of this Australian guy. It's Australia versus New Zealand or something. I don't know. I don't think I've heard it before. Hello? Yeah, g'day. It's after uh, Christopher John. This is him. G'day, it's Paul Hogan here. I'm the uh, fraud investigator from the ATO. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, listen, how long have you been in New Zealand for now, mate? Um, quite a while. And your uh, your address in Australia was that uh, fifteen Lily? Yeah, it was. Okay, Doug. Listen, uh, do you realise you have an unpaid bill uh, with the Australian Tax Department of uh, one thousand six hundred fifty dollars and nineteen cents? Um, yeah, I'm trying to um, work that out actually. Okay, I, I don't know if I believe you there. Well, you know. You know we have the power to uh, to deport you back to Australia. Yeah, I do actually. Okay. And you know, I'm. I'm... You've come back to you've come back into the country, I think, a couple of times, haven't you? Uh, just the once, actually. Just the once, okay. And uh, you, you knew this was hanging over. You didn't you didn't bother to come and see us about it, obviously, or, or contact us. Okay. Did you think this was going to catch up with you? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Okay. I'm, I'm coming back to the country to live next year, at the end of next year. Okay. Well, you you might have to uh, you might have to bring your trip forward a bit. So we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to deport you in the next couple of weeks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Is there any way that I can? I can sort this out. Well, maybe, maybe about six months ago you could have paid your outstanding tax. Oh, yeah, honest. Oh, man. This is going to ruin my life, being deported. Why's that, buddy? Um, I'm, I'm about a year and a half away from finishing my baking apprenticeship. I'm so far in the red at the moment, you know, with my bills. Okay. I'm right. trying to catch up on everything. Am I going to be able to come back to New Zealand? Uh, no. Am I going to be in jail? For a couple of weeks. <laughs> In jail. Just for a couple of weeks, mate. 
It's just gonna. It's just gonna be. Uh, just just until we sort it all out. It's all right. We put you in. A, we put you in a separate. We put you in a separate ward away from the uh, the the murderers and all that sort of thing. You put me in jail. Oh my god! If I could come up with the money, I'll talk to my parents or something. You know, is there anything I can do? I can't go to jail. There's no. There's no baddies in there. It's just all people like yourself. Okay. Uh, what 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 prison would you like to go to? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to be harmed by anyone. I'm small, I'm tiny, eh? <laughs> what the fuck? What prison would you like to go to? <laughs> As if police or anyone ever asked that. Oh, mate, can I go to the fucking Brisbane prison? Or can I go to the Filipino? Mate, what, what prison would you like to go to? I'll die in jail. Honestly. Oh, this really sucks. Oh my god! <sighs> it's all right, mate. It's all right. Listen, things, things, these things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um. It's all part of this big thing we call life. Yeah. You know, you'll get through it, buddy. Can you'll I get, get your direct number? Oh, my, my direct line. Yeah. My direct oh, line. Sorry. Probably the one you'll probably get me on is oh eight hundred. Oh eight hundred. Yeah. Uh, rock phone. Rock phone. You're <laughs> kidding me. <laughs> you f***ing bastard. You're kidding me. <laughs> we got going on man because UFC happened in the weekend uh, I don't every I think every fight on the main card was a knockout which is fucking crazy you never see that There's half of it was the favourites half of it was upsets um, so I didn't make any money because I usually took I had like a few of the, like I had Andrade, I had I had Andrade and I had Diego Sanchez that because of last time that young uh, that young fighter it was it was mean as and there's so many good fights it was a great card the thing that kind of fucked it was the main the main event. Looked like it was stopped way too early. Um, you know, Yeri came out and said he was he was hurt, but just watching it live, you're kind of like, nah, that's an early stop. But do you think he could have survived just watching it live? Um, crazy, crazy to see Sergey Pavlovich get knocked out like that. Uh, the dudes had 18 fights. Fifteen of them have come by first-round knockout. He's won 18 fights, 15 of them by first-round knockout. So to see him get knocked out was absolutely crazy. I thought if Aspinall was going to win, he was going to win by submission. And then Jamal Hill's there, and it's like, no one really cares, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I don't have anything against Jamal Hill, but I just think he's trying to make himself relevant and stuff, and it's like... You haven't really, no one really thinks of you as a champion or like that because you've held the bout and then you wanted to 
once you got the belt, you kind of wanted to sit back, and then you got injured. So then the belt came up. I thought Yeri was going to win, but Pereira is he hits hard, and then you got to, and then everyone's, and then he called out Izzy. And it's so fucked in the UFC community, uh, sort of how they shit on at assignment. Because you got to look at that and go, well, is he actually not that dude out? See how fucking scary his leg kicks are, how scary his punches are. Adesanya knocked that guy out. Yeah, I know, he just lost to Sean Strickland, which... Sean Strickland's just a bigot douche, and for some reason everyone thinks he's funny or whatever. He's not funny. People just like him because they don't like Izzy for some reason. And yes, I'm biased because I train at CKB and I've met Izzy heaps of times and he's always been a good dude to me. So yes, I am biased. So that's my thing, but I just just like who you like, man. Don't hate on your fighters, on the fighters, because as soon as it came out, I went to Izzy's page today to watch the reactions, and then it's just all negative on the, on the page. And I'm like, mate, if you're an Alex Pereira fan, go to Alex Pereira's website or whatever and congratulate him. But you're not an Alex Pereira fan, are you? You just don't like Izzy. You're not a Sean Strickland fan, are you? You just don't like Izzy. And that's, I don't like that mentality. I like the mentality of, I'm going to support this guy, this guy's going to be who I support. If he wins or loses, I'm going to, still going to support this guy. I'm not going to go and talk shit about the guy that beat him or the guy that lost him. Because I don't think that's the way to do it. Anyway, that's my rant. A fucking good UFC um, card. Mackenzie Dern, she should have... She's black belt in jiu-jitsu. Just take her down, man. She had a chin up. She got knocked out. Um, Tabitha Ricci versus Lupe Godinez. Tabitha Ricci's fucking hotter, yeah. Baby shark. Great card. Great card all around. I love the UFC. Thank you for listening to the Hayden Brown Podcast. Our sponsors, Manscaped, HBP20. 20% off and free worldwide shipping on all products on their Manscaped website. And, yeah, I'll see you next week. Thank you. Consider it done, okay? And listen to me. I'm going to be real honest with you right now. This moment came to me in a dream. About a month ago, I was making love with my wife Donna on top of her, thrusting away a sultry, hot evening. All the windows closed. The heat turned up to about 82, so it gets sweaty and hot. My hips thrusting down on Donna, her trying to get away because she does not like it. When I hear a sound, a rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I say, no, let the boy watch. <laughs> let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father, the way he learned from his <laughs>
Spot. 